Welcome to Flip the Script Podcast. All right. So today in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about some tactical, strategic, and leadership problems I see of what's going on in Ukraine right now. But first, before we get into that, make sure you hit that like button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends. It's the best way to support this podcast. All right. So let's get right into it. A couple of things I see that's not really making sense, not really adding up on what's going on in Ukraine, right? So the first thing is, why is Ukraine only on the defense? First of all, when Russia invaded, why were they not met with overwhelming force as they started to invade? Now, I don't know if that's because the media is not telling us the full story. I don't know if they have a certain narrative that they want to tell and make it look like Ukraine is weak for whatever narrative that they're trying to tell. But for weeks and maybe even months, there was intel that Russia was getting ready to invade. I didn't believe it, but apparently the United States knew. They knew that within days that Russia was going to invade Ukraine. So I'm sure that the Ukrainians knew that as well. They knew where the Russian troops were staging and where they were going to invade from. So I'm wondering as they started to invade, why they were not hit with overwhelming force. It's been a couple of weeks into the war already, and it seems like Ukraine is just playing defense. Why have Russian targets not been hit? inside of Russia yet. Now, I know what some are going to say, and they say they don't want to escalate the war, but the war is already escalated. If you're a Ukrainian, you're living in Ukraine, the worst possible situation for a country to be in has already happened. You have uh, another country invading your country, destroying your infrastructure, destroying your cities, hitting civilian targets. This is already as escalated as it could possibly be before we talk about getting hit with a nuclear bomb. So the war is already escalated. So when we look at the United States Revolution and how the United States were able to beat a stronger and mightier military power, the best military power at the time, the British Army, is because that they caused enough problems for the Brits. The Brits decided this is not worth the fight. So in Ukraine, they have to make the Russians believe that this is not worth the fight any longer. You start hitting Russian targets inside of Russia, they may think that it's not worth the fight any longer. Russia is very unlikely to use nuclear weapons on Ukraine since there's assets and things in Ukraine that Russia needs. So they're not going to destroy all of Ukraine just to win, right? But the Ukrainians need to start acting like they want to win the war. And in order to win the war, you have to be prepared to kill. And you have to be ready to die. And you have to understand that not only will you be killing the enemy, but civilians will be caught in the crosshairs as well. And that is something that we have to come to terms with. Russia has already come to terms with that. Russia's playing to win. Now, we've seen reports of civilians getting killed in Ukraine. It's a tragedy, but that's war. Russia's in total war. Ukraine seems to be on defense. So if you want to win the war, you have to do what's necessary to win. And as of right now, I don't see Ukraine making those steps. All right. So as I said, you can't solely win a war by being on defense. You just can't. You have to go on the offense at some point, right? You have to hit Russian targets inside of Russia. You have to make Russia 
realize that this is not worth the fight anymore, right? So now the media inside of Ukraine, especially the Western media, it's really hard to believe everything that's coming out, especially with the invasion first started. There was a lot of propaganda. There was a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of stories that were just wrong, such as the ghost of Kiev, right? We heard the stories of the ghost of Kiev. This guy's coming in a fighter jet and he's taking down all these Russian planes. And it turns out the videos and the photos that they showed of that was from a video game. Then you had Snake Island. You had the Ukrainians on Snake Island. They get approached by a Russian warship and they tell the Russian warship to go F off. And then there were reports that Russia had slaughtered all of those 13 Ukrainian military guys on Snake Island. That story ended up being false. They did go tell the Russian warship to go F off, but they were all not slaughtered. They actually surrendered and they are alive. So it's really hard to believe about what's being put out in the media and what's real, especially within the first 24 hours of story breaking. Dan Magino has a rule, 24-hour rule. Anytime there's a story within the first 24 hours, wait, because there's going to be more information. And usually the first reports are usually either wrong or missing a lot of information. We have to keep our eye out for that type of stuff as well. And now, yes, civilian targets are being hit. There are civilians that are being killed in Ukraine, but the media is also hyping that up and they're using videos and they're using photos, making narratives of stories that aren't really happening. Like there was uh, a photo of these Russian military guys with the weapons pointed at Ukrainian civilians and they were said to have slaughtered them. However, there are other photos that showed that those guys weren't actually pointing it at the Ukrainians and they ended up not getting killed. So these are the type of stories that are being pushed around, trying to hit your emotions and trying to make you think a certain way about the war because what's gonna happen? And we've already seen this. Joe Biden has already telegraphed or what the United States is planning. The government is trying to get you to support sending American troops into Ukraine to fight. This is very troubling because we had just had 20 years of war in the Middle East and they know already that the American people are tired of war, but the special interest groups that make a lot of money off of war, they are not done yet. Now they see a perfect opportunity in Eastern Europe to go to war and start making that money again. And they're using our puppets in office to do that. So on behalf of the government, on behalf of the war machine, our media is trying to paint a certain picture to you to make you believe that it is justified in sending American troops to Ukraine to die fighting the Russians. Because that's what's going to happen. We will send our American troops to Ukraine and they will die. Not all of them, obviously, but there will be troops who die. This is war. This is what happens. Now, in order to do that, they have to have the American people behind and believe in the mission. Now, they did that in Iraq with the weapons of mass destruction. That was how they were to justify going into Iraq and invading Iraq. They said there was weapons of mass destruction. Saddam Hussein was going to use these weapons of mass destruction, these chemical, biological, and possible nuclear weapons on his people or on other countries if we don't go in there and invade. So now you hear talks about Russia using chemical weapons, right? There's talks about Russia possibly using nuclear weapons. Now, they're saying that these nuclear weapons are not necessarily nuclear weapons that we think of that will destroy whole countries and whole whatever, right? They're actually smaller and they're called tactical nukes where they could be deployed in small areas, sometimes without any type of radiation. Okay, so they're planting these types of seeds into people's minds so that when the time comes that they decide to send American troops over to Ukraine to fight Russia, people were already having their minds that Russia is going to use 
or might use chemical weapons or nuclear weapons. This is a tactic that they were using to try to desensitize, to get into your brain, to make you support sending your sons and your daughters and your fathers and your brothers and your sisters to war and Russia when it is not our fight. Let's be very clear here. This war in Ukraine is not our fight. We are thousands of miles away from Ukraine. Ukraine is not a part of NATO. This is not our fight. There's no reason why we should be sending American troops to Ukraine to fight. Now, Joe Biden, when he was in Poland, he told the troops there that you will see these horrible, horrific things that are happening in Ukraine when you get there. He told them that. He said, you will see these things when you get there. The White House has then walked that back and said there is no plans to send American troops into Ukraine. The commander in chief said that. We have a buffoon in office. He knows what's coming down the line and he has just telegraphed it in front of the world because he is a buffoon and he is senile. But I'm sure that somebody has already told him that they will be sending American troops into Ukraine to fight Russia in the near future. And then we start talking about regime change. Joe Biden, again in Poland, said that Vladimir Putin cannot remain in power. So that statement has opened up a whole different can of worms here. Because now we're not just talking about defense of Ukraine. Now we're talking about regime change in Russia. And in order to do that, that means that you have to go inside of Russia. Now, when I said that Ukrainians need to hit targets inside of Russia, I'm not talking about sending their troops into Russia. I'm talking about mortars. I'm talking about rockets. I'm talking about missiles. Okay. But if you want a regime change in Russia and you want Vladimir Putin out of office, you will be fighting on the streets of Moscow, urban combat inside of Moscow. <laughs> and the United States should definitely not be getting involved in that because like I said, it's not our fight. It has nothing to do with us or our national security. Now we have sympathy for the Ukrainians and we could send them support. We could send them supplies. We could send them equipment, but there's no reason why we should send American troops on the ground in Ukraine to fight and die. No American blood should be shed in Ukraine. The only time American blood should be shed in war is when there is a direct national security threat to the United States and they're defending our country. That is the only time. I am tired. America is tired of our American troops shedding blood, dying in defense of other countries. Now, I had bought into this in the past. I'm an Iraq war veteran. The operation for Iraq was Operation Iraqi Freedom. And I believed, and many other service members believed, that we were doing something good. We were going and we were liberating. We were freeing these Iraqi people from these tyrants, from these dictators of Saddam Hussein. And once Saddam Hussein got out of office, then you had terrorist organizations coming and take power. And now the mission was to free the Iraqi people from these terrorists that are trying to impose their will on them. And we wanted them to have free elections and uh, democracy. I now see that this was not the correct position and that thousands of Americans have lost their lives. Thousands have come home missing limbs, body parts, and an untold amount of American servicemen and women have come home with mental disorders, PTSD, anxiety, the list goes on. There are children who will never see their parents again, grown up without their father, grown up without their mother, and for a war that was not justified and that they lied 
to the American people about, I'm angry about that. You should be angry about that too. Now they're lying to us now in order to get us to go into Ukraine where more American blood will be shed fighting the Russians, where more children will grow up without parents. And we will be sending our troops to Russia to fight a war that we're not willing to win because Americans lost the will to win wars because we play by the rules and we should play by the rules. But when you're fighting an enemy that's not playing by the rules, you're not going to win that war. You will be there for a long time and just thousands and thousands and thousands of people will die. Civilians, casualties on both sides. Since we lost the will to fight, we lost the will to win and doing what it takes to actually win a war. The United States is not up for that any longer. So that's a main reason why we should not enter a war if we are not willing to win it. Under no circumstances should the United States be involved in regime change in other countries. Russia has nuclear weapons. So the fact that they're even considering regime change in Russia is uh, crazy. That's one of the reasons why nobody's gone into North Korea and trying to take out Kim Jong-un. It's because he has nuclear weapons. And they know that if we were to invade North Korea, he would start hitting South Korea, Seoul, and wherever else, because now he's got intercontinental ballistic missiles now. So these people that are in charge of our government right now, they need to seriously rethink their strategy and what they're planning on doing over in Ukraine and Russia. Now, I know that our top politicians have some personal interest in Ukraine, such as our president and our president's son. They have some business dealings in Ukraine. So their interests are in Ukraine, but it's not about their interests. It's about the American people's interest. The United States should not be going to war in Ukraine, should not be going to war in Russia. But our politicians and the war machine that is lobbying, funding them, that's what they want. Our president telegraphed it the other day. So I'm always up for debate. Whether you agree with me or not, hit me up in the comments. Find me on social media. Let's talk about this. Make sure you share this video. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Catch you next time. This is Flip the Script Podcast out.